Thank you for coming back to the second part of this episode where we are going to discuss Italy, Spain and Germany's transfer in a nutshell. All right. So without any ado, uh, I welcome you all to the podcast where we the fans talk about football from the stands. And for this episode, uh, we don't have Adarsh, uh, but in his place we have Manas who is coming back with us for a second episode. Welcome Manas. Welcome back. Thanks for having me back, Nikhil. Yes, and uh, apart from Manas, we have the two usual suspects from last night, Bhargav and Paulson. Thank you guys for being here again. No worries, bro. Thanks for having me. Yeah, so all right. Uh, the last episode was really, really fun. Uh, we discussed nearly everything about Premier League from Leicester to Spurs to the big guns and not Arsenal. All right. And if you want... uh we can discuss arsenal later all right if you want yeah oh, so who up for it yeah it's interesting yes maras <laughs> okay two two up all right fine all right no problem so okay uh going alphabetically who do we have next we have germany all right So let's talk about Bayern Munich yeah Bayern Munich and their transfers who did Bayern Munich acquire this summer Sabitzer Sabitzer yes and Tomekano yes and a new manager definitely uh, yes yes who's not new but Nagelsmann, is new Nagelsmann right What's, is that yes. how you say the name Julian Nagelsmann Julian Nagelsmann yep. yes So he is uh, actually younger from a one or two squads uh, you player you know and yes. uh, he's what 34 or 35 i guess and yes. uh, it's crazy you know when you think of a team that big of stature uh, with so much history legacy and who are just you know brink of uh, a great treble winning year not last year but certainly not far so uh, so managing uh bayern munich how how tough would it be for him or, or, or would it be easy because bundesliga is his league so uh paulson what what do you think about it i think he he is very happy like the main reason i'm saying is a lot of people who grew up in germany okay they idolize uh, bayern munich and he is clearly stated that his dream job is to a uh, one day coach bayern munich and he has achieved it and uh, mm-hmm. i think like he 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 was he is so good like tactically uh, like after bayern the previous season only rb leipzig was second and they don't have the financial power or the the name that bayern munich has rb leipzig and yet they still managed to reach second but even reaching second it's everyone reaches second like reaching second is not a big deal but still he he he's not rb leipzig is not some big club with some big history or some big money anything like that like their scouting is one of the best and to uh, despite uh, like getting all this talent is one thing but uh, playing them like you have to move them properly you know it's mm-hmm. it's sort of like chess you have to play the right moves at the right time and he can do that he he, um, he he's a sort of manager where 
like he changes based on the opponent so then imagine what he could do with such a high caliber team which is bayern munich like oh my god it scares the hell out of me like i was and i'm really a big fan of that guy for kicking manchester united out the previous season <laughs> i became i was like yes thank you nagelsen i was so, like manchester united like they are scary in the second half the right. first half they are utter shit but in the second half i don't know what they do back in the dressing room but they come out guns blazing so then yeah i started following him on instagram after that match <laughs> yeah i like this sochcast tune in for more with the sochcast app from the google play store yeah that's so basically yeah. uh, the main part is that you know that we live in a time where lots of players are returning as managers for different clubs and it's really refreshing to see someone who is just determined to be a manager and with such young age uh it's really you know uh, it's really a i don't know i just don't know how to put it in words because it's such an ambitious thing to do at this tender age of managers because managers are usually what good managers take for 45 to 50 years till they are reputed or you know uh, they have managed few good clubs so he taking over bayern munich at this point i think it's really commendable so uh, yeah abhagya what do you think about bayern munich and nagelsmann uh, again it is as 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 potson uh, right as potson said yes. Yes. Uh you know it is actually a very great 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 I don't want to say the acquisition but again you know the whole Germany thing works like a like a family you always have a heir to the throne at Bayern who comes from within the family so mm-hmm. they got the right man actually I feel and from what he did in Leipzig you know uh I just mm-hmm. found he had a 56% win ratio for Leipzig again Leipzig is not a country uh, sorry a team with with great history but and at the same time it's the most hated club in germany to be honest yes it <laughs> but, is but but yeah. yeah again with their scouting and recruitments at youth level the job he was able to mm. if he replicates even half of that even just half of that with the quality of the bayern team i think a treble is is is, is certainly a possibility you know yeah why not because with the team that he has is somewhat somewhat it's nearly the same if not weakened but strengthened right now manas yeah, uh, manas what do you think about bayern's uh, transfer window and uh, how things are going for them i think they got a really good signing in upakameno upamecano or whatever i mean i'm confusing <laughs> so but he's really Upamecano. a really yeah. yes upamecano he's really a good ball playing center back you know at leipzig we saw how he dominated the game and uh, you know he's so fluid even when in position or out of position so he's one of the best center backs i mean in his age category and uh, i think that's a really intelligent signing and i think marcel sabitzer is really versatile he can play as you know an attacking midfielder on the left or on the right so that's a very good acquisition too and that's only for what 13 million or something that's too cheap that's way too cheap yeah so I think and nagelsmann who has been since like you said he's 34 right now he has been since uh, he was 28 so it's been like 6 years he started mm-hmm. magic when he was 28 
so like he he knows bundesliga so bundesliga would be kind of a cake walk uh, but it, it would be the champions league which will be really uh, exciting to see because you know the players are also aging their main threat lewandowski is like 33 or 34 so and they've lost boateng as well their leader so it will be it will be interesting to see how they do the season Yeah, but they would replace him well with Upamecano, I think. And yes, one yes. thing that we noticed uh, with Leipzig and their defenders that they're really good aerially. You know, uh, if you see yeah. Konate or Mukiele or Upamecano, all of and them fast. have yeah, fast and good in the air. I mean, that's a lethal combination. Yeah, and uh, what do you think about uh, their contenders? Okay, let's let's uh, Bayern and the transfers. I think. we know uh, they they are mostly intelligent thought long and it's from bundesliga so <laughs> uh from that point let's jump to the contenders for the title and straight forward the first name that comes to our mind is uh, borussia dortmund yeah and borussia dortmund haven't made a lot of uh, signings this summer but there were outgoings and the main one being jaden sancho uh i think it it would yes. really hamper them if the season comes long because it's a long season uh what do you think manas uh, there do are they going to miss jaden sancho or is it going to be fine for them you see i mean if you statistically see the last season uh, their main threat is not sancho anymore they have a beast out there okay and yeah. uh, create creatively uh, apart from the halens threat Uh, creatively, I think Thorgan has had and uh, Julian Brandt have done well, right? And uh, then they have young players as well, uh, Yusuf Amukoko and some other young players that we saw last season. Gio Reyna. Yes, Gio Reyna, obviously. Marco Reus is still with the team. He's still doing good at that age. So, I mean, I'm not saying that they'll challenge title, like challenge for the title, but it'll be really far-fetched. They'll do good. I think they can come third or fourth. because you know even last season with haland and sancho they finished fourth so you know we can't overrate them they also got yeah. this player uh, from netherlands it's i think donny malen that's it yeah donny malen he's a forward yes so that's that's an interesting that's interesting the only signing, signing well. i think yes yes yeah didn't they sign a goalkeeper uh from where from the bundesliga yeah stuttgart <laughs> i think yeah backup keeper probably yeah yeah that's the thing i mean with dortmund they don't spend a lot until they you know actually have a plan for the player because dortmund are known for scouting talent through europe and uh, i think oh, their academy is just wonderful uh bhargav what are your thoughts on dortmund this season where do you see them finishing yeah again i see them as you know I would not rule them out as the contenders, even though, like you know, Bayern are clearly you can name them mm. champions already on their based on their team. But you know, uh, based on the 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 talent that they have in terms of you know the younger players and a very very uh, a very good role model in Marco Reus, you know, his yes. his I think he's been the backbone of the team for a while, even with his injuries. You know, his presence itself is is something that you know. adds to the team's performance and as we just mentioned you know we just uh uh praised uh Leipzig's uh scouting and you know their recruitment but yeah. we've seen their recruitment 
has come to fruition in the last few years but teams like you know um, Dortmund and you have Ajax and and the other teams in the other leagues I I'm that can't come to my head right now but these these two teams Bayern sorry Dortmund and Ajax their their scouting and recruitment is is unparalleled and it's just, it's not matched with by any other team recently in the recent 5 yes. 10 years you know mm-hmm. so i feel i feel they're really a strong can they're really uh, good uh, contenders to be honest if not i'm sure they should easily be able to secure champions league football i think yeah champions league football is a must for them and uh, manus mentioned about uh, a beast of a striker haland yeah uh, i mean that guy's energy is infectious <laughs> It reminds He's me just... of the energy that Lukaku brings at Chelsea. Somewhat. Lukaku has aged a little bit. I mean, he's not yeah, sure. used to be, but then he's a fantastic player right now. You know. Sure, phys- that... in, in physicality-wise, you know. Yeah, 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 definitely. Physicality is a all different game for a striker. You know. Yeah. The, that's the only thing I think that's missing in modern game, because exactly. if you to find uh, strikers who are tall, who can score with their heads. but they you know not uh, physically uh, able to tell me abraham you know yeah tell me example of that he's tall uh, he is a good finisher but then when he's good with his feet as well but yeah definitely yeah, physically physically i'm not sure yeah he might be i mean he, he doesn't looks like it but then he might yeah. be okay, he's a pro footballer yeah, the looks the looks is just make you think that okay physically this guy yeah. but i'm sure he's physically strong enough but you know not as strong as the traditional players mhm So, so yeah and bhargav uh, definitely you mentioned about tammy and uh, all those people so how do you think uh, how how long can tottenham hold uh, haland oh, i don't know you see it's such <laughs> i i think he'll be gone next year right away it's it's a good thing you know when dortmund trusts their recruitment right they know once haland is gone they probably have someone else they have people yeah, waiting they have players waiting for them so you know i'm sure i think yeah. they should try to convince to sign a new contract for at least a couple mm-hmm. of a small term contract or something from mm-hmm. which they can fetch a higher transfer money you know i i, mm-hmm. I it will be a shame if alan leaves for 75 or 80 whatever the release clause is yeah so yeah Paul, only one, i think this is his last season yeah i think so to paulson uh, what are your thoughts on borussia dortmund Dortmund I I don't see them as like you can say they are title contenders but second place also I don't see them like RB Leipzig is no is no second or third rate team just because Nagelsmann left doesn't mean they became any worse like the new guy what's his name one american guy uh from uh, Giovanni Reina is american right Gio Reina <laughs> No, 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 no. The coach, the new coach. Oh, oh for Leipzig, right? Yeah, I am also yeah. able to get That, his name right. The American guy, some Rose something. So then, Dortmund, they're they're not guaranteed second place now just because Nagelsmann left. Ah, uh, Leipzig ain't going to become shit. Uh, yeah, that's true. Dortmund, like the all, if they sold Sancho, now they should try to sign their main core players. and try to build a team like how long can you keep on being the academy of the world like how can you how long can you be the market for other teams 
Yeah. Like at some point you have to be like, okay, fine. We need to challenge. We keep recruiting so many good talents like Pulisic, Hakimi, Haaland, Sancho, Bellingham. Like the list goes on and on. But like, and if you don't do anything with it, what's the point? Like, yeah. right. It's a great like, business model, but yeah. But it's, it, German football is not about the business. Yeah. It true. is like. it is not about business to them it is about the love for the game and the, i don't understand why why dortmund is acting like this like what is the point keeping all this gold in your house use it buy something spend it on something no point keeping it like a treasure when you're going to mm. use it when you you're not going to take it to heaven with you what is the point spend it like right 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 now it's not about money they sold sancho for what um I forgot. 75 million yeah, 75 million everyone the core is young this is the this is the squad for the future like sign them keep them all down with contracts and build a team around Haaland and stuff like that not Haaland like you know that's this always been the problem you know if you keep a squad too young they'll eventually want to leave for a better place yes uh, you know it does ends up for the money you know you play for the money as well it's a profession mm. it's it's not only about the passion you know yeah not everyone and... is marco royce you know yeah hey, about about that about Calling marco royce like i've been reading he got uh, he actually he was going to move to barcelona or some other club but then the injury halted it and stuff like that like yeah i mean whatever the reason being he's still there and now he's yeah. like what the role model of loyalty for the world right now yeah but yeah that's all right now that you mentioned uh, rb leipzig everybody mentioned it uh, we should definitely talk about them and uh, it's very underrated you know nobody noticed how good a transfer window actually they had you know so many signings and uh, also a lot of players left but you know the signings that they made <clears throat> were just perfection andre silva is now a leipzig player elax moriba is now an, uh, a leipzig player so these guys you know uh, these guys are a very good profile so yeah paulson we start with you only so what do you think about leipzig you you were mentioning them and uh, andre silva as a striker how do you see them like how many goals do you expect from him i just hope he stays consistent like he, he wasn't he the guy who left real madrid and went to no, frankfurt no. No, that is Jovetic. Luka Jovetic. Yeah, Jovetic is from yeah. the different guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Andre Silva. This guy was Pan- proper. Uh, he was he was really highly praised Andre, for, for yeah, his time yeah. in Portugal. National team. Andre Silva was signed for oh, Milan. Okay, okay, that guy. Okay, from the Portuguese. Yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Milan. He went to Frankfurt last season and banged in I I think what twenty seven, twenty eight goals. And he now was, he played for uh, Milan or something, right? Yeah, he was Milan, and then he went on loan to Sevilla, then to Frankfurt last season. Now he's permanently in Leipzig. Ah, uh, yeah, and uh, there was this another guy who came to Leipzig who signed long-term contract, some Manchester City player. Uh, oh, Angelino. Yeah, that guy. He was so good, man. Like, yeah. I don't understand yeah. why, yeah. Oh, why exactly. City let him go. True. Yes, City currently, if they question. had him, they had him right now. They didn't have. They wouldn't have to worry about the whole Mendy issue. <laughs> yeah. 
like and and that was uh, jack harrison also i think he was with city jack yeah. harrison was with city but then he actually yeah, moved he, to new york city mm-hmm. and then yeah. to leeds yeah like so who knows how many talent are being hidden man yeah like damn. actually you know the whole culture these days is about you know the highly marketed players so the ones that are yeah. not highly marketed don't yeah. get so much light and yeah Yeah, Maris. Uh, what do you think about Leipzig? They have also acquired uh, Dominic Sabozlai, who yes, is yes. a fantastic player. I mean, I just saw his two free kicks in the first game. We kind of like, wow, wow, wow. He's he's really highly rated uh, across Europe. Even before this season, he was wanted by your top clubs. So right. I think, uh, apart from him, obviously Andre Silva has had a great season, and he has also cost like twenty five million after being like uh, what thirty. something goals last year yeah so these two players are really good and of course lai moriba is a young prospect so it will be interesting yeah. to see how he does but the thing is with leipzig they've lost their uh, best center backs they've lost konate and upamecano in the same season so that will be really tough to cope with you know their yeah, best yeah. two best two players but i think up front andre silva and then polsen the combination in the 352 that, that will be much interesting to see or if uh, the new manager the american guy i don't know his name but if he changes the switch situation a bit because now sabitzer is also not there so if he plays with only one striker so he had to bench forsberg obviously because andre silva is coming in so let's see how they shape up in the uh, first few matches mm-hmm. and first few months and let's see, let's wait for it but i don't think they are going to be as good as last season because they have lost the best two center backs so this no way that they're going to be as good but let's see because the thing yeah. with bundesliga is that also at the same level right uh, except mm-hmm. bayern the other clubs are really low so it's going to be interesting to see but do you know who's the current leader of bundesliga yeah wolfsburg wolfsburg has yes, yes, yeah. been really good like it's been like two or three games right in the bundesliga three or two games, games. Yeah. Three games. so it's way too early like yes Yeah, because Wolfsburg had a match with uh, Leipzig last uh, week, and they mm-hmm. came out the winners. They're like Wolfsburg are the only team with three on three right now. Mm-hmm. So I mean, yes, definite challenges, but let's see how the season progresses for them as well. Uh, how much would you rate? I mean, let's start from uh, Manus itself. Manus, how much would you rate Dortmund's and Leipzig's summer window out of ten? Well, Dortmund. Uh, I I don't I I don't like Dortmund anymore because you know they rejected our bid, Alex. So they they lost they they lost like seventy five million pounds for keeping Haaland, but it's okay. Like they somehow finished at fourth place with Haaland and Sancho, so I think that they are going to be around that position only. uh and then like, there are a couple of teams like you mentioned wolfsburg and the other team is uh, this uh, hertha berlin quite well really underrated players so it will be interesting to see how they do and uh, you know yeah, it will be really, like yes and it will be really uh, interesting in the to- uh, lower positions like uh, stuttgart are also doing well they have started well so it will be interesting yeah actually berlin lost all their three matches so Uh-huh. they are currently sitting in the relegation but then the one team that is doing exceptionally well right now is bayer leverkusen 
uh, they have somehow found found their rhythm again definitely without even uh, without leon bailey and and, and kai yeah. i think no kai patrick no problem schick, no? i'm sorry they have patrick schick now yeah yes yeah. yes oh the, the the hero from euros oh my god yes and also they have a very new talent i think who's going to be up for sale <laughs> as well as florian wolts uh i think yeah he's, he's what 19 now he's playing superb he's now a first team regular but let's see how long can they hold on to him so yeah uh, bhargav how would you rate uh, their windows like uh, dortmund and leipzig yeah definitely these teams you know again uh, it's really hard for 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 someone like me to rate them because first of all i don't follow the league that much and and their signings are all you know young prospects mm-hmm. someone who i have not pretty much i've not you know i'm not exposed to as a as a uh, follower of football but again as 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 you know history suggests they they have really good acquisitions but those acquisitions help them stay in the champions league spot let's see if the acquisitions actually help them you know try to yeah. win the league just try it at least you know yes that's true apolson what are your thoughts mm, dortmund i think uh, after sancho left they got guy from psv what was his mm-hmm. name donny malen donny malen yeah that guy I'm not sure. I'm guessing he's the replacement for Sancho. I'm not sure. He's technically a striker, but uh, he can play on the wings as well. Yeah, like right now, there's a lot of wingers who attack. Like you know, before mm-hmm. there weren't this much wingers who would attack, who would cut inside. But now, like everyone, every winger just goes attacking. Like you right. know. So then, yeah, maybe I don't know. And uh, as for RB Leipzig, they signed two center backs. Um, I forgot their name. Nineteen years old and twenty-one, I think. So then, they most likely will be will be the replacement for Upamecano. Yeah, I butchered his name. Yeah. Yes, that guy and the other guy who went to Konate. Yes, Liverpool. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, like they signed a lot of guys, RB Leipzig, like like you told, a lot of them are mm-hmm. very young, except for Andreas Silva, I think. And uh, yeah, that... he's what, twenty four, twenty five. Yeah, like when we say young, I mean like eighteen, nineteen, like that guy from mm-hmm. Barcelona, uh, Ibrox. Yeah, that guy, and uh, one other right back and uh, one attacker. There are like so many guys they bought in. I'm surprised. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then, I'm going to give them both seven because I don't know the league that well, and I'm expecting good results from both of them. So seven for me. All right. The least I can hope from Bundesliga season that they'll have a new champion. That's the least I can expect. Yeah. That's all right. All right. We I think we covered Germany here as well, and who do we have next? It's Italy. Italy. All right. Massimilio. How do we pronounce it? Maximiliano. 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 Maximiliano Allegri is back to Juventus. Inter has finding their own rhythm. AC Milan is on a rise. Atlanta is still lagging behind everyone. And who do we leave behind? Literally, very important team. Jose is oh, back. Oh my Roma. God! Two of the Roman giants behind. I left Roma <laughs> and Lazio behind. Sari oh is also back. Yes. Sari is back and his like. literally steam rolling every team that has been on his way right now 
I think in two matches, Lazio has scored ten goals. Yes. Uh, crazy. Let's talk uh, about the champions, Inter, and how's their transfer been? They actually sold uh, two of their very very important players this summer, namely uh, Lukaku and uh, Hakimi. Obviously, due to the financial reasons, Hakimi was more of a financial reason than Lukaku. Uh, but uh, yeah, it happened. Now they have money. Uh, their financials are sorted, but they didn't spend. Yeah. uh also a new manager so as of now i think inter are doing fine sportingly but i don't know how would they fare well during the season because there there's a lot of aging players in that squad right now bargav uh, what are your thoughts i mean on inter they signed edin jeko and uh, wakin korea from lazio yeah chalang chalangulu also chanaloglu as well yeah yep yes the one I mean, yeah. See, they again. Uh, they've got really co- good quality players in. I mean, they're not necessarily, you know, even Dumfries, but mm-hmm. Joaquin Correa and all these players are really, really proper, experienced players, you know. Yeah. And they've managed to get them for quite reasonable transfer fees, and of course, money was not a problem for them, you know, when, with regards to the number of the income that mm. they they from the from from the sale, you know, of the players. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel, uh, again, you know, their performance last season was just phenomenal. So I am not sure if they can, you know, uh, repeat, uh, pull off another repeat of, of from last year. But definitely, I root them for top four. The amount of game that I've seen from Inter right now is like uh, they have been okay. You know, uh, they're not bad, but they're not exceptionally good. Uh, yeah. I saw the last match where Korea made his debut and scored two goals. That was amazing. But apart from that, same old, same old. Yeah, they're going back to the you know, not so good old days. Yeah, so short-lived the glory days. Yeah. Manas, what are your thoughts? They lost their two best men, I think, Conte and Lukaku. Yeah. Even if they had kept Conte somehow without Lukaku. Or the other way around, like they, had they kept Lukaku without Conte, it would be mm-hmm. you know title challenging. But right now, I don't see them t- challenging for a title. I think even though Inzaghi is a good manager, and mm-hmm. they do have a good capable squad, uh, they have kept their defense like their back three, you know, Skriniar yeah. and uh, uh, Devry. Yes, Devry and Bastoni, the young guy. So they have mm-hmm. kept their core, and I think they they can be comfortably around second or third position. Uh, yeah, because you know there uh, is yes uh, nicolo barella who was the midfielder mm-hmm, of the mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah continue manas yes yes i was saying the same like uh, they have a they, they have kept the majority of the core except hakimi and lukaku so mm-hmm. i think second or third position would be good they have also recreated well so let's see yeah uh, what do you think about uh, edin checo i mean Why do you think he can still contribute enough to the team? Absolutely. Uh, he 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 joined when he was thirty, right? He joined the Syria when he was thirty, and he's like thirty-five right now. And in the five years, he has really played really well, you know, as a target mm-hmm. man. So I think uh, he still has a couple of years left in him. He is really disciplined and he's really regular. 
consistent as well so i think what he brings to the team is uh, what oli giroud uh, brought right. to chelsea you know so i think right. it it will be a really great addition and beside him lotaro martinez was also really good in the past couple of seasons for conte so he's going to be crucial as well yes yes definitely uh, paulson uh, what are your thoughts on inter milan um like why did this uh, i understand why they sold hakimi financial issues but like why did they sell their main man after he Lukaku. said he wants to stay yeah after he said yeah. he wants to stay and they also told everyone he will stay like i don't understand what the, hey, chelsea what? came calling yeah actually yeah, i heard yeah. champions yeah, yeah i read that fabrizio yeah fabrizio thing like um not a i didn't read the article it was like five sent three sentences something uh, what lukaku said when chelsea bid the third time i knew it was serious mm-hmm. i had to go there yeah definitely like, yeah 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 definitely. and I mean, yes if you get and, that opportunity why not yeah like yeah seriously like inter like lukaku knew that without um conte nothing is going to happen and he went yeah, to he another really good bond team. yeah really good bond a lot of people were saying uh, lukaku should have gone instead of inter he should have gone to chelsea after the united thing yeah definitely yeah like who knows what could have happened uh yeah i keep going out of the this thing uh, <laughs> you somehow bring day. premier league in yes yeah. uh, the premier league is too it's too attractive uh, anyway. <laughs> Uh, Lukaku going to Inter Milan has actually helped his career a lot because that has changed mm-hmm. the player that he was, and yeah. him going back to Chelsea and if they win the Premier League, that will be kind of a poetic justice somehow, because that guy has nearly been in Premier League for majority of all the teams, like from low layer, low uh, tier teams to the middle tier yeah, teams. Yeah, he's been good for all. Everton, Chelsea, yeah. United. I remember seeing seeing him in Everton, and I was like, "Damn, who is this oh, guy?" Oh yeah, he was a fantasy who? Premier League. Oh, he was. Like, Damn, like I didn't know who Lukaku was at the time. I was like, "Why, why is such a good player playing at Everton?" I was like, <laughs> "Yeah." Anyway, let's get back to it. Uh, yeah, Jacko is proven guy. He's very good, and they got him mm-hmm. for free, so that's yeah. very good. And then they signed Korea. that is also very good um then dumfries to for hakimi 19 years old i think who good dumfries. replacement yeah no no he's 24 or 25 something yeah yeah i think he was, way, really good, he was really good for the euros also dumfries so yeah he was good in the euros yeah yeah he's good either way yeah um then let's see they signed that guy from ac milan um Yeah, that guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm, yeah. So then, it's very good transfer. I think like they can't replace Lukaku. You cannot replace Lukaku. But then it's not bad, and it's not like there is any other stacked team. Like despite losing two major players, I don't think every, the other teams are super challenging teams. Like everyone is, like you know, sort of equal right now. Mm-hmm. So then, I think Inter have a chance to win the league. Yeah, I too think the same because when Lukaku left, uh, 
I thought, oh, I feel bad for them. I felt bad because, you know, obviously they won everything in Italy and then this is happening to them. But now uh, the style that they are playing, it was impressive. But let's see if they can hold on to it for a long time. Yeah. Yeah, let's uh, move on from Inter Milan to the old ladies, uh, Juventus. Uh, Allegri is back. Ronaldo has left. There's a new dawn at Juventus. So, uh, do you think they can win the title this season? I think they'll take one more year to establish. Uh, who's going to start this one? All right, Bhargav, you start. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm, I really agree with you at least one. I don't think they'll win this year. Even, you know, the, the signings have been not bad players. They have Moise Keane and Locatelli and McKinney and all those. Mm-hmm. But uh, are they good enough to win the league? I'm not sure. Even if Ronaldo was there, maybe they had a chance if, if Ronaldo was there. But without Ronaldo, again, it's like, uh, not sure. But, yeah. For, for me, if you ask me, I feel like title contender-wise, I think yeah, I'm really pleased and really happy with AC Milan's business. So, I would root oh, for them. Definitely. So... Yeah, I'd count for Juventus too. Again, Champions mm-hmm. League is what they would. I think for Juventus in Champions League, most I can see is like they're going through uh, quarters. Yeah. Again, for them, the target should be securing Champions League for next year. Well, that they can do, I because think. Because we see is, like the likes of, you know, but the likes of you know, Lazio doing really good. You have Roma with, with Mourinho. So, you have mm-hmm. more teams... Again, it's it's becoming really tight on the top of top for 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 Syria. If apparently if things work out well for Inter Milan, AC Milan, I root them. You know, I think they'll be the yeah. champions. So it's very tight. Juventus can miss out by by a bit. You know, so mm-hmm. again, it's it's too tight at the top for for Syria. So yeah, I'm not ruling out Juventus yeah, out not qualifying. What do you uh, you mean the transfer window? You mean the transfer window? Yes. Oh, Juventus was just was fine. Was six, six, seven. All right, Manas. Uh, what are your thoughts on Juventus? Um, Allegri is back, so I think he he has won like what five uh, Serie titles: one with Milan, four with Juventus, or like six, mm-hmm. five with Juventus, one with Milan. And uh, we should not forget that they already have a great, really stable defense, and Allegri mm-hmm. is uh, an organized manager. They have a weak midfield. That's the thing right now. But other than that, they have up front. They have Chiesa. They have Dybala. So I think Juventus can still challenge for the title because their main contenders that were Inter Milan till now, they have lost their main players and their main manager. So I think Juventus may challenge for the title. Just And I'm saying this just because Allegri is back. And Allegri is a really, really good coach. In the past mm-hmm. few seasons that he has been here, he dominated Syria, Syria completely. Like for the five seasons he was in, Juventus, he dominated. Yeah. Absolutely dominated. And he also took them to two Champions League finals without, you know, Ronaldo. So mm-hmm. he, he can build on this. And I think he'll take advantage of the fact that there is not really uh, much competition, competition this season. True. Yes, yes. So I think it will be really interesting to see. But it's not fair to say that there will not be a lot of competition because... The likes of Lazio, Roma coming up, and uh, also Fiorentina are on the rise. But yes, Fiorentina yes. compare uh, Fiorentina that much to Lazio and Roma, and because 
Lazio and Roma are like really, really a force to reckon with right now. Both the signings with their that they have made and the manager profile that they have is just fantastic. It's just so fascinating to see Italian football again. Yes, absolutely. The, the, I want to add something. Yeah. The chosen one is back. He's there. Hey, yes. The, the bus. Yes. Uh, he's going to park the bus in Italy yes. where there are lots of buses. There's a lot of parking lot over there. I think this is recovery time. Yes, it is. Yeah. My God. Okay. Paulson, uh, what do you think about Juventus? I think the, the the squad is relatively not young, but like it's perfect. Like there's a good mixture of old and young, and mm-hmm. it's not like uh, they can challenge the next year and the year after that. So then, he he's in no rush. Like he doesn't need to put results instantly itself. Everyone knows he's a proven winner. So then, I think not like I said in the beginning. Like you know, it's we don't know who can win. Anyone can win it. It is yeah. not fixed right now, and uh, but the only problem is like there are two problems. Like the midfield is weak, and the defense. Like, how long do you think Banucci and Kelly uh, oh, Kelly uh, is going to play? But then they have delight. They have delight as well. Yeah, uh, yeah. So delight is going to be the main centre back award. Like you need to pair, start pairing him with someone else. Like you know, you need to start building it up. Add four to five central defenders uh, before this uh, transfer window, and uh, I think there is a Romanian defender who's like eighteen or nineteen, who's really promising. Like really promising. Uh, if he starts to play, which is I think uh, not a probability under Allegri because he likes to have experienced guys in his back in the team. Uh, if he gets a chance, I think they have a future centre back. Pair ready itself right now in the reserves. Yeah, like you, you that is uh, the like the midfield. Yeah, but like the defense, I think is more important right now because like they're both thirty three and thirty four or something like they're around that age. Six, bro, thirty five, thirty (laughs) six. Yeah, my God, I'm bad with age. They're all old guys. That is the point. Safe to say they are. Like this Sochcast. Tune in for more with the Sochcast app from the Google Play Store. They have to say, old. Like yeah. you need you need to pair delete with someone else. Like you need to build that thing up. Like mm-hmm. so then, uh, I think that is one of their weak points. If they don't fix that, it's going to affect them. Yeah. Also, I think their wing backs are a little bit of an issue. Uh, I mean, Quadrado is a converted wing back, but then he's not that great defensively. Hmm. Spinazzola was which team? Spinazzola is from Roma. Uh, Roma. 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 Yeah. yeah, my bad. He used to play for Juventus, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, I got it. Alessandro has also lost his shine, but all right. I think uh, we covered Juventus in detail. Uh, let's shift to Rome, please. I just want to talk about Rome so badly. <laughs> all With right. Respect. Give them the respect. You guys choose. Who do you want to go first? It's is it Roma or Lazio? Roma, sure, Roma, Roma. Roma. Yeah, All definitely. right, let's 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 talk about the special one. Yeah, he arrived in uh, Rome with his uh, you know the whole entourage that he has. 
with the whole persona that that guy has around him and also those press conferences that we have been missing uh roma have been a different squad that i can say safely also people can say that roma has played their two games against weaker sides but they have been very interesting and you know uh, satisfying to watch satisfying is the word actually you know uh, they have also scored i think what uh, eight or nine goals in two matches so yeah seven. what seven all yeah. right seven goals so what do you think serious title contenders or uh, just second or third will they gonna finishing paulson serious uh, like i love jose like <laughs> he, 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 even though he manages chelsea tottenham like i love the guy you cannot like his persona is like so cocky but you love it like you know yeah he's on your face type of manager yeah and he 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 plays a lot of mental games and lot of players either crack or they prosper like you know mm-hmm. and uh, it didn't work at united the cracking thing yeah and it failed oh my god every time uh, okay fine and uh, i think um, what do you say they bought in tam you know yeah uh, for 40 mil that's very good like just like how lukaku got transfer transformed under conte Tammy is going to be transformed under uh, would say Jose Mourinho yeah. yeah so and uh, i'm very looking very much forward to that and uh, i'm going to start following roma from now onwards like i didn't follow i don't follow any league except the premier league that much like you know so now mm-hmm. i'm going to start following yeah so and also because... they have the star man back nicolo zaniolo Yes. i think he's fit after a very long time mm-hmm. so he'll be available to play uh it'll be really exciting to watch roma play uh, yeah manas uh, what are your thoughts on roma i think uh, jose ha- jose has an advantage for you know he is the most experienced manager in the league mm-hmm. and uh, he has a good team like it's underrated but he has a good team even though and uh, players are coming from injury and as he mentioned uh, spinazzola is still injured it will like take two or three months for him to come back after that injury yeah. but other than that the team's looking good uh, in the first couple of games they have done well tammy has started very really well so i think they can challenge for the title and just challenge i mean they won't run away with it but yes they will put up a challenge it will be interesting to see uh, because there are so many contenders right now you know mm-hmm. in the early stages four or five teams so yes so i think it might be uh, his recovery season you know because in the past couple of seasons uh, ever since leaving chelsea he has not been so good so i just hope as a jose fan i hope he just recovers from that bad phase yeah you mentioned tammy you know a lot of roman fans are arguing that uh, like before the season started that uh, tammy might be a little ex- expensive uh, for 40 million but i think he has made a bright start and i don't think if he if he continues playing like this nobody will talk about his price tag anymore obviously obviously yeah you you see uh, if you see the 1920 season which was his first season as a chelsea player he was only 21 he scored 15 mm-hmm. goals but the thing was the majority of those goals eight or nine goals came in the first 
uh, what six seven games when he was scoring two, twice a game against yeah. Wolves and then against Norwich City. So I think he he's a great finisher. Obviously, sometimes he's physically not good, uh, positioning wise not good, ball playing wise. Sometimes he you know juggles or shifts, but otherwise he's a really good finisher. And I think Jose will develop him to be you know a really world beater kind of player. So let's hope for the best. Yeah, hoping for that as well. Bhagav, what are your thoughts? Yeah, again, uh, emotions are running high. Uh, when it comes to Roma, I'm really emotionally attached to Jose and of course Tammy Abraham. So really looking forward to. It. I think, think yeah. After after I feel if you ask me if I had uh, to have a scenario, I would put them as number two. And uh, again, you know, Chelsea fans have a lot of banter. People, the likes of De Bruyne and, and mm-hmm. Salah having to leave and you know becoming world class players. Even if Tammy Abraham was to become a world-class player, which I feel he will, uh, there's no love lost, to be honest. You know, I mean, he's such a wonderful player, but again, his style of play uh, was not exactly the right fit for Chelsea when you look at, you know, the way the team was, team was built. True, true. But uh, the... He's, he's, he's a very, very technical player, maybe not physical. But if he, he, he finds he... a good link-up with, with, say, the wing and, and the midfield at Roma, I think... He will. He will really shine, and definitely, I'm really. I will not be, you know, sad if he goes on to become, you know, a top player. So I'm really emotionally. All all my, uh, you know, my my my, my prediction or whatever you call it, it's 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 highly running on emotions when it comes to Roma. Right, right, definitely. Uh, serious title contenders. That's all of us agree here. Yeah, again, uh, like you see, this uh, uh, Serie A gives us a lot of Premier League vibes. It has like mm-hmm. big six now. It used to be the so, best league in the world. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that I'm not sure about, but it, it's, it's quite competitive, like the Premier League, at least this year, you know, with all the teams. So, I feel it's, it's a good thing. It's a good thing. Serie A marketing-wise, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's see. All right. All right. I think with this point uh, discussing uh, discuss about Roma, uh, this will bring us to the end of the second episode of the craziest transfer window ever, possibly I've seen in my whole life. So yeah, in the next episode we'll talk about uh, the other Italian contenders and obviously the mess that is Spain. Yeah. All right. So thank you, listeners, so much for tuning in, and uh, third episode will be out really soon. Yeah. Catch you there.